Hi, Barry Eaton here, and Happy New Year to everybody. Well, here we are in holiday season, and I am having a break. So before we start on the 2024 season, I'd like to play a couple of the best of, so I can have a holiday, and maybe you can just enjoy some great music if you're having a holiday. So let's go back to February 2022, and this is how Showtime began. Hi, Barry Eaton here, and welcome to Showtime. Every good show has a premiere, and this is ours. Showtime is now being officially launched, and it's time to get on stage. Another show In Philly, Boston, or Baltimore A chance for stage folks to say hello Boston or Baltimore A chance for stage folks to say hello Another opening of another show Another job that you hope at last Will make your future forget your past Another pain where the ulcers grow Another opening of another show Four weeks you'll rehearse and rehearse Three weeks and it could Then out of the hat, it's that big first night. Oh, the tour is about to start. You cross your fingers and hold your heart.
sort of opening for showtime. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no subtlety involved. A good old bit of showbiz there. That was from Kiss Me Kate, the original Broadway production, which opened on Broadway back in 1948. Based on Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew, this production starred Alfred Drake, who was a big name on Broadway in those days, along with Thomas Hoa and Lisa Kirk. And uh, it was written by Cole Porter, actually, and it was the response to Roger and Hammerstein's big success with Oklahoma and a few other musicals just after the Second World War. But this was fantastic. Premiered in '48, proved to be Cole Porter's only show to run for more than a 1,000 performances on Broadway, and it won the first Tony Award for Best Musical back in 1949. So there we are. I thought that was rather fitting to be able to open with a song just like that for Showtime. And now it's on with the show. Yeah. 
I get very emotional just listening to it. I don't know about you, but uh, highlights from the Phantom of the Opera as the CD I've treasured for many, many years. It's the original cast recording featuring Michael Crawford as the Phantom and the brilliant Sarah Brightman. And that opened back on the 9th of October 1986 at Her Majesty's Theatre on the West End of London. It's travelled the world, it's been everywhere. And maybe you've seen it, I'm sure you've seen it if you're into show business music like I am. I've seen it at Her Majesty's in London. I've also been to opening nights here in Sydney. And by the way, if you are in Sydney, Australia, later on this year, we are having a production of Phantom of the Opera at... The Opera House itself from Friday the 19th of August to Sunday the 16th of October. And uh, <laughs> tickets are available already. So there we are. What a fantastic thing, though. I mean, it was originally a novel which dated back to the beginning of the 20th century. And uh, it, it was taken and, and turned into a fantastic, fantastic piece of theatre, music, everything. Cameron McIntosh and the really useful theatre company with that particular production. Well, as I said, on Showtime, and this is our premiere, so welcome along, we're going to be dashing around all over the place from the 40s, 50s, 60s, right through, because show business music never really dies, doesn't it? There are just so many really great shows, like West Side Story, and I'll be talking more about that a little bit later on. West Side Story started 60 years ago, and there's a new movie about it just come out. Amazing. I'm going to see it a bit later this week, actually. Absolutely amazing. I guess this next song really sums it up. (laughs) 
And every gal only had one fellow Jackman, the boy from Oz, which actually opened on Broadway back in uh, 2003, October 16th on Broadway, 2003, and uh, went through till the following September. And Hugh Jackman, of course, has gone on to incredible movie star status since then. But that was uh, very, very popular, really tremendous, and launched the career, as I said, of uh, Hugh Jackman. Music was by Peter Allen and the lyrics as well and the original book by Nick Enright. Showtime is something that's come from a need of mine, I guess, and I'm wanting to share it with you. The fact that we can't go to musicals, we can't go to the theatre. I've been going to the theatre since I was a child, and I've just loved it. I've got a huge collection of show tunes, uh, films, theatres, Broadway, West End, you name it. And I used to do a program on ABC Radio here in Australia called Showtime back in the dim, dark ages. It was very, very popular. But then I moved on to lots of other different things. And I decided now that so many of us can't get to the theatre. And even if we could, do we want to sit there for three hours or so 
clammed up inside a mask. Well, I don't know about you, but I can't really breathe too well with masks on. So my theatre days are really, really sadly, well, they're just not there. So I thought I'd resurrect Showtime from ABC Radio Times, play the music, talk about it, maybe get a guest or two as we go through, a little bit of news here and there, but just replay some of the songs. The ones, as Hugh Jackman was singing there, everything old is new again. Shows that keep on going, like Phantom of the Opera we had before, and so many others that are just there. They survive the ages, not like some of the other pop music that comes and goes, there's nothing wrong with that, but show music It's here to stay. And that's what we're going to do on this program on Showtime. Not only on CDs and my own collection and whatever, but I've also got a very big vinyl collection of original production stuff. And I'm going to share that with you as well. So I'm glad to have you along on Showtime. Get there, I insert the ball, and always I am on my way. 
Amsterdam were on our way, and they were too. Paint Your Wagon uh, was originally a Broadway musical comedy, book and lyrics by Alan J. Lerner, music by Frederick Lowe, and then it turned into a film after opening on Broadway on, in 1951 and then in the West End of London in 1953 and, of course, travelling around the world after that. But in 1969, the film version came out and uh, it had a very revised plot from the original Broadway production, some new songs by Lerner and uh, Andre Previn as well, actually. But the uh, version we just heard there was the opening uh, music from Paint Your Wagon, the film which starred, if you remember seeing the movie, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I think it, maybe it's one of the only musicals he was ever in. Clint Eastwood, Lee Marvin, whose song of Wandering Star is just a classic, one of my favourites of all time. I'll play that for you in another program in the weeks to come. Uh, Gene Seberg, Arv Presnell, Ray Walston, who went on to fame as um, my favourite Martian, and so many other really well-known people in that film, 1969. The critics at the time didn't like it very much, but it's not a bad movie, and you can actually still get it, still around somewhere. But there we are, Paint Your Wagon on Showtime. Anyway, while I'm delving into my wonderful box of vinyl recordings... I came up with this one. It's rather dull in town, I think I'll take me to Paris. Mm. The missus wants to open up the castle in Capri. Mm. Me doctor recommends a quiet summer by the sea. Still, I would 
unmistakable voice of Julie Andrews. The original production, Broadway production of My Fair Lady, which starred Rex Harrison, and also the cast that went on to uh, world fame, Stanley Holloway, and uh, some wonderful tracks there as well. And Robert Coote was also in that production. Interesting stories that come out every now and then. And uh, while I was getting the program together, I found the story about uh, the original Broadway production in Broadway, as you probably know, they do out-of-town tryouts. So the, the pre-Broadway tryout was at the New Haven Schubert Theatre. And just as they're getting ready to go on the first preview, Rex Harrison, who was just not used to singing in front of a live orchestra, suddenly said, Under no circumstances will I go on tonight with those 32 interlopers in the pit. <laughs> Can't you just see it? The interlopers probably had dropped their mouth at that stage. So he locked himself in his dressing room, came out a little uh, before curtain time. The whole company had been dismissed, but they were recalled, and the opening night went on to be a success. Then it played for four weeks in Philadelphia from February the 15th, 56. Then going on to premiere on Broadway on the 15th of March, 1956. It played in three different theatres on Broadway, before finally closing on September the 29th, 1962, 60 years ago, after 2,717 performances, which was a record at that particular time. They're looking back right now. Yeah, wouldn't it be lovely to be able to have been there at that particular production? Rex Harrison was the iconic Professor Higgins. Went on to play in so many different productions. The West End as well, of course, and later on with a movie. And uh, once they lured him out of the dressing room for the original preview, this was probably one of the songs that really went over well with the audience. I find the moment I let a woman make friends with me, she becomes jealous, exacting, suspicious, and a damn nuisance. And I find the moment that I make friends with a woman, I become selfish and tyrannical. So here I am. Confirmed old bachelor and likely to remain so. After all, Pickering, I'm an ordinary man who desires nothing more than just the ordinary chance to live exactly as he likes and do precisely what he wants. An average man am I. 
of no eccentric whim. Who likes to live his life free of strife, doing whatever he thinks is best for him? Just all remain. But let a woman in your life, and your serenity is through. She'll redecorate your home from the cellar to the dome, then go on to the enthralling fun of overhauling you. Oh, let a woman in your life, and you're up against a wall. Make a plan and you will find she has something else in mind, and so rather than do either, you do something else that neither likes at all. You want to talk of Keats or Milton, she only wants to talk of love. You go to see a play or ballet and spend it searching for her glove. Oh, let a woman in your life and fight eternal strife. Let them buy their wedding bands for those anxious little hands. I'd be equally as willing for a dentist to be drilling than to ever let a woman in my life. I'm a very gentle man. Even-tempered and good-natured, you never hear complain. Who has the milk of human kindness by the quart in every vein? A patient man am I, down to my fingertips. The sort who never could, ever would, let an insulting remark escape his lips. A very gentle man. But let a woman in your life... Patience hasn't got a chance. She will beg you for advice, your reply will be concise, and she'll listen very nicely, then go out and do precisely what she wants. You are a man of grace and polish, who never spoke above a hush. Now all at once you're using language that would make a sailor blush. Oh, let a woman in your life, and you're plunging in a knife. Let the others of my sex Tie the knots around their necks. I'd prefer a new edition of the Spanish Inquisition than to ever let a woman in my life. I'm a quiet living man who prefers to spend the evenings in the silence of his room, who likes an atmosphere as restful as an undiscovered tomb. A pensive man am I of philosophic joys, who likes to meditate, contemplate, free from humanity's mad inhuman noise. Just a quiet living man. But let a woman in your life, and your sabbatical is through. In a line that never ends, come an army of her friends, come to jammer and to chatter and to tell her what the matter is with you. She'll have a booming, boisterous family who will descend on you en masse. She'll have a large Wagnerian mother with a voice that shatters glass. Oh, let a woman in your life. Let a woman in your life. Let a woman in your I'll never let a woman in my life. <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah, I shall never let a woman in my life. The archetypal bachelor 
Professor Henry Higgins and Rex Harrison. What a wonderful, wonderful performance again every time he stepped out as the Bachelor Professor. You're listening to Showtime. Here's another take on that particular theme. What kind of fool am I Who never fell in love It seems that I'm the only one That I have been thinking of What kind of man is this An empty shell A lonely cell in which An empty heart must dwell What kind of clown am I What do I know of life? Why can't I cast away this mask of play and live my life? Why can't I fall in love like any other man? And maybe then I'll know what kind of fool I am. What kind of lips are these That lied with every kiss That whispered empty words of love That left me alone like this What kind of eyes are these That could not see What could be seen by everybody else But me What kind of clown Am I? What do I know of life? Why can't I cast away this mask of life and live my life? Anthony Newley, oh, fantastic performance there. What kind of fool am I? And that is from the show that he wrote with Leslie Brickus and uh, came out in 1961, actually, a book, music and lyrics by Leslie Brickus and Anthony Newley and Anthony Newley starring as Little Chap in that particular production which premiered in 1961, actually, back in the West End. Went on to play in uh, New York as well. Anthony Newley, Stop the World, I Want to Get Up. I think a lot of people have been saying that in the last year or two, but don't, don't leave the world. Hang in there. There's a lot more good stuff to come, and there's a lot more great stuff to happen on Showtime as well, so hang around. And while we're on the theme of relationships, here's another Broadway icon. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair and send him on his way. I'm going to wave that man right out of my hair. 
arms. I'm going to wave that man right out of my arms. I'm going to wave that man right out of my arms and send him on his way. Don't try to patch it up, tear it up, tear it up, wash him out, dry him out, push him out, fly him out, cancel him and let him go. Yay, sister! I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. I'm going to wash. If a man don't understand you, if you fly on separate beams, waste no time, make a change, ride that man right off your range, rub him out of the roll call and drum him out of your dreams. Oh, if you like the different comics, if you root for different teams, waste no time, weep no more. Show him what the door is for. Rub him out of the roll call and rub him out of your dreams. You can't light a fire when the wood's all wet. No. You can't make a butterfly strong. Uh-uh. You can't fix an egg when it ain't quite good. And you can't fix a man when he's wrong. You can't put back a petal. When it falls from a flower, or sweeten up a feller when he starts turning sour. Oh no! to <laughs> pursue some more happy relationships a little bit later on in our series of Showtime as the weeks unfold. By the way, we are here every week, or I'm here every week, I hope you are too, uh, and it'll be coming up on a Wednesday up on the website of barryeatonshowtime.com. So please tell your friends. Yes, so we're not going to have uh, relationship stuff except some nice fairy tale endings and things like that. But Mary Martin was the actress involved in uh, South Pacific there, and she was actually came under the, the guidance of Rogers and Hammerstein, who picked her up and put her into some shows and really fostered her 
She originated many leading roles on stage during the career, as well as Nellie Forbush in the uh, South Pacific. She was also the title character in Peter Pan, played Maria von Trapp in The Sound of Music in 1959. Oh, so many more. And that was the original Broadway production of South Pacific, in which she starred with Ezio Pinza. And she also was the mother of actor Larry Hagman, by the way. Maybe you uh, remember Larry Hagman. He was uh, involved in the TV soap opera Dallas. So there we go. Mary Martin, another iconic Broadway star. 1962 was playing a big role in our first program here. And we're going back there now for this wonderful song from a fantastic show. You're the only thing I'll see forever In my eyes, in my words, and in everything I do Nothing is but you ever And there's nothing for me but Maria Every sight that I see is Maria Thought I'll ever know Everywhere I go You'll be Sleep. 
Beautiful song, isn't it? Tonight, and of course from West Side Story. West Side Story, that was the film version in 1962, but it went back a little bit earlier than that, to 1957. But Stephen Sondheim, who passed in November last year, is the main reason I'm playing this at the moment. A little tribute to an amazing man, Stephen Sondheim. And that was his first foray onto Broadway. He wrote the lyrics for West Side Story. Arthur Lawrence and Leonard Bernstein did the uh, the book and the music. And the original story starred Carol Lawrence, Larry Kurt, Cheetah Rivera and Art Smith. And that was on Broadway back in the 50s. It's gone on, it's, as I said earlier in the program. Right now, in 2022, we have a new version of the film. But back to Stephen Sondheim. Stephen Joshua Sondheim, I read a wonderful tribute to him. He was a lyricist, quote, and composer from the United States, praised for reinventing the American musical, with shows that tackled, quote, unexpected themes that range far beyond the genre's traditional subjects, with music and lyrics, unprecedented complexity and sophistication, making him one of the most important figures in 20th century musical theatre. His concerts focused on the, the darker, more distressing aspects of the human experience, songs often linked with ambivalence concerning various facets of existence. Uh, quite amazing there. He met Lawrence, Arthur Lawrence, shortly uh, after doing a couple of scripts for television shows, and Lawrence suggested to him that Jerome Robbins and Leonard Bernstein probable songwriter's voice side story, which premiered in 1957. So young Stephen Sondheim found himself in the middle of one of Broadway's most successful productions. And uh, West Side Story was very, very successful there. But despite all of that, Sondheim was interviewed in 2002, actually, and said on National Public Radio that he was embarrassed by the lyrics that he penned for the musical because of their lack of aesthetic worth. Now, he's gone on to do some amazing shows over the years. I've got a a couple we're going to play here for you on the program right now. But imagine that. Something like West Side Story, of course, based on Romeo and Juliet of um, Shakespeare. Something like that, the success, everything, the way it got through so many images, so many messages and everything like that. And he was saying that he was embarrassed. What an amazing man. He died at the age of 91 in November 2021. So let's hear now some of the other shows that Stephen Sondheim has been associated with over the many years of his show business career. And this is certainly one of the darker ones.
kept a shop in London town Of fancy clients of good renown And what if none of their souls were saved They went to the maker impeccably shaved By Sweeney, by Sweeney Tom The demon barber of Fleet Street Angela Lansbury and Lynn Carrier were the two stars of Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, when it opened back in 1979 on Broadway and then in West End in 1980, but um, Angela Lansbury didn't go over there for that particular one. It won the Tony Award for Best Musical and also the Olivier Award in London, despite the first run there closing after about 160 performances. It, it was just completely ignored by everybody, but then they brought it back again and it was very successful. That is one of the really dark ones <laughs> of, <laughs> of Stephen Sondheim. As I said before, he liked to be able to have his alternate view of, shall we say, of musical comedies. Let's go for something a little bit lighter now. This is a special performance which was recorded back in 1994 at the Southern Methodist University when Stephen Sondheim himself accompanies Bernadette Peters on Send in the Clowns from a little night music. And here's uh, Stephen Sondheim now to introduce it. I've said repeatedly that I believe that teaching is a sacred profession and that art is a form of teaching. So, with the help of Bernadette... I'd like to teach you a little. Mm -hmm. 
isn't it rich? Are we a pair? Me here at last on the ground, you in midair, sending the clouds. Isn't it? Send in the Clowns from A Little Night Music, one of Stephen Sondheim's greatest compositions, I think. Having uh, enjoyed that production a couple of times on stage, maybe you've seen it yourself. Bernadette Peters was in the 2010 production on Broadway, but uh, it actually opened in 1973 on Broadway with Glynis Johns. But uh, Bernadette Peters was also in another of Sondheim's special productions of Into the Woods. She was in the opening performance of that where she played the witch along with Tom Aldridge. Stephen Sondheim was also involved in many films and in fact 
is an eight-time Academy Award winner. And in uh, 73, he was elected president of the Dramacists Guild and uh, occupied that position until 1981. At 91 years of age, Stephen Sondheim, a brilliant composer, passes and leaves the world a wonderful entertainment legacy. On the 7th of January this year, Sidney Poitier, aged 94, passed. Probably the three most popular films and successful films that he ever starred in were back in the 60s. To Sir With Love, In the Heat of the Night, and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. The three films didn't have a lot in common, but they all dealt with the black and white divide. And certainly, Sidney Poitier led the way in this particular film theme. One of the other stars of the film To Sir With Love was British pop singer Lulu.
Sir, with love. And that was a theme from the 67 film, performed by British singer and actress Lulu, as I say, who was in the film as well, and written by Don Black and Mark London, the husband of Lulu's longtime manager, Marion Massey. Yeah, well, you've got to keep it in the family, haven't you, in show business? I read an article the other day about the passing of Sidney Poitier, and I'll quote it for you here. I think it's wonderful. Poitier plays Mark Thackeray, a teacher at a rough school in London's East End. His class, like all the others, is just a holding cell for the district's future thugs. He changes their lives by kicking their asses, figuratively and literally. There are scenes in this film that would never make it to the screen today, the most memorable being the moment when Thackeray goes ballistic after the girls set fire to a soiled sanitary pad in the classroom. He tells them to, quote, stop being sluts because no man will ever marry them. Imagine that morsel of advice getting past the social senses today, says the article. <laughs> so there we are, but he's certainly got some attention with that film. Sidney Poitier, dead at the age of 94. In the history of musicals, it's normally the case that a stage show gets a really fantastic reaction and then they turn it into a movie. But that doesn't always happen. Have a listen to this. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feel, and I'm happy again. I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. The sun's in my heart, and I'm ready for love. Let the stormy clouds chase everyone from the place. Come on with the rain, I've a smile on my face. I walk down the lane with a happy refrain, just singing, singing in the rain. Dancing in the rain. I'm happy again I'm singing and dancing in
Ah, yes, Gene Kelly. What a wonderful performer he was. Fantastic dancer. Oh, loved his work. Singing in the Rain. That was from the 1952 movie, which started it all off, starring Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds and Donald O'Connor. Then it was picked up to become a stage show several years later. In fact, it opened on uh, the West End in June 1983, where it was directed by Tommy Steele, who actually played the part in the uh, production there on the West End that Gene Kelly played in the original movie, playing the part of Don. Then it opened on Broadway at the Gershwin Theatre in July 1985. It's gone on and off quite a few times, with uh, productions happening all around the world. In fact, I saw it here in Sydney about two or three years ago and uh, absolutely loved it. And it was wonderful. It's always been one of my very favourite musicals. And uh, back in the days when we could actually go to the theatre uh, and, uh, well, it's been such a sad scene, hasn't it, for so many performers, musicians, everybody in these last couple of years locked down and forced out of their career. But we are going to move on with some happy times and there's some shows that are opening this year which really is very, very reassuring. Indeed, in Sydney right now, we have a production of Girl from the North Country with the music and lyrics by Bob Dylan. And it's an uplifting and joyous story, I'm told, of an American life in 1934 Minnesota where a group of wanderers cross paths at a guest house and they realise nothing is what it seems. I seem to have heard that theme before. Let's hear some music from the show. If you're traveling to the North Country Fair Where the winds blow heavy on the borderline Remember me to one who lives there She once was a true love of mine you go when the snowflakes storm and the rivers freeze and the summer ends please see that she's wearing a coat so warm to keep her from the howling winds I'm a one me at all Many times I've often prayed In the darkness of my nights In the brightness of my days So if you're traveling to the north country fair where the winds blow heavy on the borderline remember me to one who lives there she once was a true And that's the uh, title song from Girl from the North Country. That's the London cast. The uh, production in London premiered at the Old Vic 
running from uh, July to October 2017. And then it went so well, uh, they put it into London's West End at the Noel Coward Theatre for a 12-week run. And uh, a majority of the old Vic cast went there as with it. Well, that's it for our very first program. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, tell your friends. If you haven't enjoyed it, tell them anyway, because they might come along and really enjoy it too. So (laughs) I'll see you next week, and there's lots of fantastic music that I have lined up for you on Showtime, because... A show that is really a show sends you out With a kind of a glow, and you say, as you go on your way That's entertainment A song that is winging along Or a dance with a touch of romance Is the art that appeals to the heart That's entertainment Admit we're a hit and we'll go on from there We played a charade that was lighter than air A good old-fashioned affair As we sing this finale, we hope it was up your rally. No death like you get in Macbeth. No ordeal like the end of Camille. This goodbye brings a tear to me.